2: This is SoCal Live with Scott Furrow. Join the conversation now by texting Scott in the SoCal Live studio at 213-537-3812.
1: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Southern California Live. Good to be here with you today for our two of SoCal Live. We're on every day from 3 to 5. And you can call and enjoy the conversation by calling 888-528-2557. 888-528-2557. Every once in a while, i got to remind myself to say that slower. Somebody usually reminds me to remind myself to say that slower. 888 528 2557. If you really want to confuse somebody, give them their phone number, but don't say it in the usual pattern. You know, say to them, like, my phone number is 888 8528 so, and they, they can't do it. Our mind, our brains just can't take the number that way. Try it with somebody. Next time somebody asks you for your phone number, give it to them in the wrong rhythm. And uh, it's so funny. You can barely say it. That's the funny part about it. All right. So the number is 888-528-2557. Uh, I'm going to talk about something to, to, that's in the news right now that I think is a, it's actually a really big deal. It's becoming, um, it's viral on social media and people have a lot of different Uh, conversation about it. There's a guy who was in the mall, the Mall of America. Ever been there in Minneapolis? It's a really cool mall. It's a roller coaster. And uh, it's huge, this mall, Mall of America. Uh, Multiple floors. And uh, I think it's six. I want to say it's six stories, six or seven stories tall. And uh, well, there's a guy in there wearing a Christian T-shirt. And he's being ordered by the mall cop to remove the T-shirt or be kicked out of the mall. At one point in this conversation, he is actually threatened with arrest for wearing this t-shirt. Here's some of the audio. It's a little hard to hear, but I'll walk you through it. I understand
3: that, right. but Jesus is associated with religion and offending people. No, it's not. I'm sorry, it's not. It's not,
4: it's
1: not, it's not, it's not so the, the mall cop is confronting him. So the scene is, there's a guy in this yellow Christian t-shirt that says Jesus is, is the only way. Now there's something else on this t-shirt that I'll, I'll explain to you that I think is actually probably the big deal. And it's a pet peeve of mine, but that's uh, there. And so the mall cop says to him, You can't wear that T-shirt because it's religious solicitation. All right, listen carefully. He says that Jesus is a symbol of religion, and you can't wear it. I
3: understand that, but Jesus is associated with religion, and it's offending people. No, it's
1: not. Jesus is associated with religion, and it's offending people. I mean, so the guys, how many Christian T-shirts are in the mall? And there's a There's a bunch of them, and people wear Christian t-shirts. You got your Christian t-shirt from your men's group, you got it from your church, you got it from these different things. There's other religious t-shirts out there once in a while, I see, but this guy's t-shirt and you you hear it's very hard to hear it, so you won't hear a lot of it on this there, but it's hard to hear, I think over the air. there's at least one person there who is probably the one person complaining. But most of the people there, I think, are on this side. And online, people are overwhelmingly on this guy's side. Anyway, he is being threatened in many ways to take off this T-shirt. I'm
4: sorry, it's not, it's not a it's
3: about, it's about lie. Okay, but it's the same thing. Okay, people have been offended, and like I said, all we were asking you is to take your shirt off. And you can go to Macy's, or we can leave. I didn't say anything. Though. I didn't speak. I didn't. I didn't speak. I didn't. Speak. I, didn't I didn't say anything. Just went to
4: okay. Macy's.
1: Okay, so what you hear him saying is he's being told, you need to take off that T-shirt or you're going to be taken out of the mall. You can take off your T-shirt and then you can go to Macy's and shop, but you can't wear that T-shirt because it's offending people. So somebody is so offended. I'm tired of people being offended, but somebody's so offended by this guy's T-shirt that they want him out of the mall. He can't even go to the mall. And the mall cop is buying it. Now, uh, it's a little hard to hear, but it's going to continue with some different arguments. So somebody's trying to argue that uh, he shouldn't have to wear the shirt. All right. Very hard to hear. So they're, I'll just kind of explain it to you. So they're going through this and, and there's a couple of people who are filming it on their phone. But at one point, you know, the person is just making the case. He calls it religious solicitation, and you can't be a solicitor at the mall. Now, I get it. If you show up at the mall and you are selling something, and I think that part of what happened with this guy is that as you go through it, a week before, he was outside the mall preaching the gospel. He just decided he's going to show up to the mall, and he's going to uh, tell people about Jesus. And they asked him to leave. And I don't think he had one of those... uh, some malls, have you seen these these free speech areas at the mall? Have you ever done that where you're going through the mall, and then there's somebody accosting you about something, and there's a little sign that said, this is a free speech area? They probably got rid of those because uh, eventually the Christians wise up and say, oh, well, I'm going to stand and uh, share the gospel, and that's not allowed. You can stand there and share whatever whatever other crazy philosophy you want, Um but they don't like it, the the Christian one. The number is 888-528-2557. You're listening to Southern California Live, 888-528-2557. If you want to join the conversation, have you ever been, you know, offended somebody because you were wearing a Christian T-shirt or a Christian hat, um, or somehow you were just in public and sort of given a, you know, a normal, hey, look, I'm a Christian. Um you know, do you have a story about that? How do you feel about this? Eight 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 five two eight two five five seven is the number. Eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. As the conversation goes on and on, it's several minutes, and they bring in a couple other mall cops, and they're threatening to arrest him because he won't take the shirt off. And what he's arguing is, he says, "Look, I'm not preaching. I'm just in the mall. I'm not saying anything. I'm just wearing this T-shirt." And it's. It's disturbing to watch this because I'm thinking, I don't know. I feel like if this person had any other philosophy, any other religion on his t-shirt, I don't think he would be asked to leave. In fact, I don't think people would say anything. I mean, it can get pretty offensive out there, right? But, but, you know, in fact, there's, there is offensive stuff out there. I was in line at, uh, one of the amusement parks with my son and, uh, I won't mention the name of the park, but it's over at the, by the Universal Studios back lot. And we were in that line and somebody, like two people in front of us had the most foul shirt on, just big F word and all this stuff. And I thought, it's funny to me that you chose to wear that, uh, that you would wear that anyway. But I mean, it was, and I'm, I'm dealing with this now as a father thinking, do I get out of line or do I just talk to my son? How, you know, he was you know, probably old enough where he's heard that word and probably knows what it means. And, uh Hopefully you haven't used that word if you're listening. And uh, we finally had a small conversation about it. And what I enjoyed was that he had the the ability to look at me and go, why would anybody wear that? And, you know, it did cross my mind to say something because then you don't know, have a line zigzag back and forth. And so we would cross this person, you know, every few feet, uh, you know, every every zigzag in the line. And, you know, I think I probably just frowned at her most of the time. And like, do I make a thing And and – it's just I was I was glad that I could tell that most people around were offended. I don't know if she didn't if she felt like this, but I did notice that nobody said anything. Um, you know, she wore the shirt, and you know, I think twenty years ago, thirty years ago, nobody would have worn that shirt. Zero people were wearing that shirt out in public. That's how our society has changed. Anyway, uh, so this guy's getting uh, chewed out for wearing his Christian T-shirt. Ultimately, they let him stay in the mall. They don't really have a case. All right, if he was preaching and didn't have you know, permission to do that, you, you really can't just go inside private property and uh, start doing something. But I've never heard the term religious solicitation, that that's what this is, and that's what they were calling it. And I thought, you know, this is an example of what's happening in our culture to Christianity. Because I don't think if it were a, a shirt that was espousing Buddhism or espousing Islam or some other faith that people would have said anything. You know what people would have said? They said, "Oh, that guy's uh, a Muslim." That's it. That's that. They would have said nothing. Um, oh, that's the uh, the the Muslim view on the world. Yep, they and that would be it. That would be that would be nothing. But the Christian, it's something else. 888-528-2557. 888-528-2557 is the number. Have you ever had this experience? Anybody give you grief over a Christian T-shirt or some expression of faith? Maybe you've got a. Uh, Uh, fish, you know, sticker on the back of your car, maybe you cut somebody off and they were giving you grief for that, not your sticker. Um, I don't put that on the back of my car, just kind of for that reason. But uh, not that I'm cutting people off on purpose, but it happens, you know, accidentally uh, that happens. 888-528-2557 is the number. When I go to the scripture and uh, I see this here, um, you realize that the scriptures have a lot to say about this, that First Corinthians 1.18, For the word of the cross is folly to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. Such an important message. And you know, Galatians um, or Matthew ten twenty two: And you will be hated, Jesus says, for all by all for my name's sake. But the one who endures will end to the, will exist to the uh, one who endures to the end will be saved. You know, Jesus told us that people aren't exactly just going to like you uh, for being saved. And so I don't think we should be surprised, and actually we should, you know, be concerned for this fellow, and I don't know, there's probably some other details with with this, but you know what I think really bugged people? And this is a pet peeve of mine. On that shirt, it didn't just say, Jesus is the only way. On the back of it, it had a, you remember, you know the Coexist bumper sticker? That's my pet peeve, the Coexist bumper sticker. And the coexist bumper sticker is the word coexist and each letter in it is a symbol of various uh, religions and philosophies around the world and this this started shortly after 9 eleven sometime during the Iraq war I think um, and you know the pet peeve of mine there's a bunch of them with that. One of them is that actually most of those religions, at least in the last uh you know two thousand years, most of the time have gotten along pretty well um, and when they haven't. You know, there's a common denominator in there for when they haven't. Um, but secondly, I think that is not saying to religious people to coexist. I think what it means is, hey, I'm smarter than all of you people, and you guys need to get along. And by the way, all of you believe the same thing, or all of everything all of you believe is something false. See what I'm saying? There, there's more to that coexist bumper sticker. And this guy's t-shirt, it had that bumper sticker with an X in it, like crossing it out. And then it said, Jesus is the only way. I think that people didn't like it that it crossed out the coexist bumper sticker. I think that whoever got offended by that probably has that bumper sticker on their car. I actually, I'm not going to tell you who this is, but there's somebody who I did not vote for a couple of elections ago. I did not vote for this person, and it's somebody who I like. It's somebody who is the right person for the job, you know, in, at least in comparison to the other person. I didn't vote for them because they made coexist their, their headline on their Twitter account. And that's how it... <laughs> I mean, maybe that's a stupid reason not to vote. I didn't vote for the other person. I probably wrote my name, my own name in or something else. But that bothers me because I don't think it's just a nice little nicety about, hey, let's all get along. I think it's a statement that says every point of view, including the Christianity in there that would be the T, the crosses in there and coexist is false. And that's what I think that actually means. Not to everybody who has that bumper sticker, but I think that is ultimately the heart behind it. What do you think? 888-528-2557. This is Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow, 888-528-2557. William in Fullerton, welcome to Southern California Live. Hi, Scott. Hi, William.
4: Good to uh, good to talk to you again. Yeah, how are you? Called in a few times. Uh, I'm doing as well as can be expected. All right. Under the circumstances, yeah. I heard about this uh, incident at the Mall of America and it, it is, it's ridiculous. I have to agree with you. But my, my I have an experience uh, kind of similar to that. I have a uh, long sleeve t shirt that's got a picture of a kneeling Knights Templar that says, The devil saw me kneeling. But and he thought he'd won until I said Amen. Mm. And uh, somebody somebody confronted me, actually physically confronted me for wearing that shirt.
1: Really, what didn't they like about and, it? Uh,
4: uh, they didn't like they didn't like that I was uh, invoking the Amen from Christianity on that T-shirt uh I don't know what the other reasons were but you know there there's there's no well, shortage of What did they say to you? Misinformed people.
1: What did they say to you?
4: Well they said well well how come you're wearing that shirt? Don't you know that that's offensive to people? Mm. I said no, I don't think it's offensive to people. And this this uh this mall cop That reminds me of that uh, that comedy movie with uh, Kevin, whatever his name is. I I I think it's hysterical. But these these people are so misinformed and wrapped up wrapped up in this political correctness garbage that uh, they don't they don't know how to properly think anymore. And that's that's the that's the result of it. Well, I think It, uh... it, it could be that.
1: You know, William, I think that that, is, uh, that might be a, a part of the point, is that we've changed how we think about stuff like that as a country. You know, I think that it used to be, oh, that person's a Christian because they got a Christian T-shirt on or something. And that would be it. Yeah. Right? And I, I feel like that now something has changed. And this is, this is part of the, and William, I appreciate your call. Thanks for calling Southern California Live. I think that we are moving into a place where we are so self-oriented that we feel like we have a right if we are the first person to claim we are offended by something, then everybody else has to kneel our direction. Does that make sense? I think that might be the case. Eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. Have you ever been uh, worn a Christian T-shirt or maybe you have your Bible on your desk at work or some kind of expression symbolically of your faith and uh, that really bothered somebody out in public? Did you have some kind, did you ever get thrown out of someplace um, because of that? Is this something new? Do you, do you agree that this is something that is changing or that is uh, just maybe always been there? Maybe we just notice it more now because there's always a camera around. Uh, I don't think so, though. I think this is something that is uh, that is new. Eight, 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 five, two, eight, two, five, five, seven. I was about to take your call, but I just lost all of my calls. They just all fell off the screen. Oh, there they are. Hey, if you were uh, if you were holding on, we might have accidentally dumped your call. Sorry about that. Call us back. All right. Uh, <laughs> internally, you know, uh, we need some kind of like like noise, kind of like Dennis Prager has to put people into the technical jail of our show whenever we have, which usually is me. Yeah, the punishment room or whatever. Well, usually that's me <laughs> clicking the wrong thing and uh, something like that. 888-528-2557. Just keep trying to call in if you can. Uh, the coexist bumper sticker. That is what I was kind of getting at because I think that uh, – I think that there is, it's part of what started to happen after 9 11. And we had a lot of tension about Islam, uh, understandably so, um, and a lot of debate about different forms of Islam. And some people are peaceful and some people aren't. Some people have a different uh, interpretation of the Quran and right or wrong. You know, there's people who have different, we had a lot of thoughts about that. But there was another conversation happening. And the other conversation that was happening, which I think in some ways might have won the day, is that all religions are wrong and that all religions are the same, meaning that if one religion has a particular violent string to it, then they all do. That essentially you might have a different uh, belief in a different holy book, but that religion drives people to violence. See, and I think that coexist bumper sticker is about that. I think that that may not be, if you've got one, maybe that's not why you have it. But I think that when this is out there, I think this is the thought that philosophically something happened after 9-11, that we, we were headed this way anyway. But I think we moved to a place where we were saying to ourselves as a, as a culture that all religions are ultimately the same, which means they're all false, by the way, because they're not the same. You know, and if you're offended by the idea that Jesus is the only way, if this bothers you for some reason. Um, what you got to remember is that every religion thinks they're the only way. Like there, there might be there's different religions that have, you know, a tenant that says if you're a good person, you're going to receive some kind of reward, whatever that reward is. Okay, but but if you're if you're saying that, you're still saying that your way of thinking is correct and everybody else's way of thinking is wrong. Are you with me? I promise you that when I'm preaching a sermon in a church and I'm proclaiming that Jesus is the the way, the truth, and the life, and that uh, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord, and I'm preaching that stuff, or your pastor is preaching that stuff, I promise you that the imam at the mosque down the street is not saying, well, you know, they might be right down there. Those Baptists, they might be right. You know, those Lutherans, they might be on to something with all of this. Uh, They're not saying that. They're saying that, that God that Allah does not have a son. That's what they're saying. Uh, they're saying that the, the view of Christians or Jewish people about Abraham is wrong, and they're saying we're right and they're wrong. See, everybody out there, when they hold a view, you're saying that your point of view is the only way that's right. See, it's just just not really a right argument. The difference with Christianity is that Christianity actually is different than the rest of them because we believe you get saved by faith uh, and not by good works. And every other point of view, you get saved by works. And that's one of the things that drives people crazy about Christianity is that salvation can come to the worst of us just as quickly as it comes to the best of us. And I understand why that's offensive. A lot of us struggle with that. A lot of us struggle with that notion that, you know, why is it fair that somebody who lived a pretty terrible life but comes to Christ later while they're in prison or, you know, shortly before, why is that fair that they get salvation? And somebody who lived a pretty good life uh, also just gets salvation. 888-528-2557. I think we're working now. Are we working uh, here a little bit? I'm going to take a break, and uh, when I do, when we come back, I'll get to your calls on this question. I'm definitely interested. Keep holding on. 888 528 2557 This is Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow, your host. We'll be back as the Tuesday edition continues. Stay tuned.
2: This is SoCal Live with Scott Furrow. Text Scott right now in the SoCal Live Studio at 213-537-3812.
3: If you want
4: to shop here, you need to take that shirt off. What is wrong with? What is problem? What is what is wrong
3: with my Again, sir. It is religious soliciting. There is no soliciting allowed on law
4: property, which is private property. Okay? So again, we've had no. talk. Exactly. Why do you what is just take it off the shop? shop, man? That's all we want. No, I'm citizen. No, I know the constitution. Were and last time, time were the back. last time I was here, they told me to leave for 24 hours. I did. Yes. That day, I was
1: preaching. This is a conversation that between a mall cop and a Christian man wearing a Christian t shirt at the Mall of America, and he's being asked to leave because he's wearing the t shirt. And he's arguing here that he understands the Constitution, and that he had, at one point, he had, I guess, a week before been asked to leave because he was preaching outside. But now he's just in the mall wearing the t shirt. He wasn't saying anything. And uh, he's arguing, you can't kick me out because I'm wearing a T-shirt. But somebody was complaining that it was offensive, and the T-shirt said that Jesus is the only way, and then it had the coexist bumper sticker, you've probably seen that, and uh, with an X through it. And uh, my contention is that the, the coexist bumper sticker with the X through it is probably what set somebody off, because they probably have it on their car. And uh, it's a pet peeve of mine uh, that I'm wondering if you've ever had uh, this kind of experience before because you were wearing, you know, some kind of Christian T-shirt or some other expression of your faith. 888-528-2557. Yolanda in Los Angeles. Welcome to Southern California Live.
5: Hi, Scott. It's Yolanda North Hollywood.
1: North Hi, Yolanda. Hollywood. How are you today?
5: I'm good. I had to chime in on this. I, I hadn't, you know, heard the details until you played the clip. Um, I wear, I have a t-shirt specifically made up for me at the local swap meet here. There's a, uh, business inside that does, you know, embossing on your t-shirt. Yeah. So I, I wear Jesus across my chest, basically everywhere I go. Matter of fact, I I don't leave the house without grabbing my, I love Jesus keychain and ha- hanging around my neck. Huh. And, uh. Nothing has ever happened to me for Christmas. I brought the brightest christmas red t shirt that you can find with Jesus in white letters boldly across across the chest and it gets a lot of um attention in this in the fact that it it helps me to witness it. You know people see it and i've had uh, been able to witness because of it never experienced what this uh that man in at the mall of america has experienced and uh that's my way of uh i'm chiming in so you found it to be uh you found it to be
1: a good tool for you for uh sharing your faith
5: it is it is it drums up i can tell you every time you know i have a conversation get to witness i i'm getting i'm in a wheelchair electric wheelchair i get on buses throughout you know southern california trains i 'm hiking with it, I purposely make sure i 'm wearing it if i 'm going to a place where there's a lot of people so they can see it yeah, and uh, so never had anything like that. But, uh, is there a way we can get involved? I want to get in touch with that mall and find out who that man was that ejected him what What security company that was i don't know
1: yeah, I don't know what uh, what's going to come of this, but that's a good idea i'll follow up uh, on on that to see what happens. They didn 't ultimately kick him out. Uh, so I don't know from the video what transpired, and I don't know—I don't know that he took it off. I—I I believe he didn't. I mean, he's not really hurting anybody, so they didn't really have a case. Um, or, but I'm glad to hear that's not happening to you, and I'm glad that the Lord is using yeah. you through those things, as you—you you literally Thank wear you. Jesus on your sleeve.
5: Yes, on across my chest. Yeah. Big bold letters. You know, she asked me, "Okay, <laughs> the lady that makes it up for me, okay." She's like, okay, where, where do you want it here? She says, okay, two inches, three inches. She gives me the size. It just, she does some beautiful work for me.
1: All right. Well, thank you, Yolanda, for sharing your story. I'm grateful that, uh, that's working for you and for your testimony out there. Nigel and Artesia, welcome to Southern California live.
2: Hey, how's it going, Scott? Good. Nigel, how are you? I'm good. Hey, I'm actually from Texas. I'm in uh, Southern California right now. Oh, uh, welcome. Doing, uh, doing some work. Yeah. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I, and so my story is actually from Texas. Um, I had a bumper sticker on uh, the back of my car. This was about 10 years ago, and it said, Real Men Love Jesus. Yeah. Um, I was uh, I was stopped uh, walking back to my car, um, coming from a Starbucks. Uh, a man kind of yelled at me from across the street. He said, uh, uh, You think you're better than me? And, um, I, you know, I didn't even realize he was talking to me at first, and I kind of looked around, and I re- recognized he was looking at me, and I asked him again, Sir, uh, what did you mean? And uh, he came up and he said, So you think you're better than us? And, um, I said, Sorry, I, I really, I don't know what you mean. And, um, and he, uh, he pointed out my bumper sticker and he said, So you can only be a real man if you love Jesus. And, um, you know, immediately recognizing that he's not upset about, you know, having his manhood questioned, he's not upset about anything other than the fact that it's related to Jesus. Um, and, uh, just realizing that. Jesus is offensive, yeah. you know? The gospel of Jesus Christ is going to be offensive. You can't get away from that. When now, you... I'm, not, I'm not going out to offend people, but Jesus Christ, the gospel, is saying, deny yourself. You cannot come into the presence carrying, you know, wanting to have it your way. That, that's offensive to people.
1: Did you, uh, when you, when you put that bump sticker on, I've seen that before out there, did you, did you take it that way yourself? Did you say, oh, I think somebody's going to think they're not a real man? Like in in that sort of way, <laughs> no. you probably did. Of course not. Yeah, probably of course not, not. I was not God. your perception of that.
2: No, I was just very happy to express my faith that I love Jesus, and you know, um, uh, the, the gospel talks about you know uh, Jesus growing up and you know in stature favor of men in favor of God, and that was manhood, and so that was my goal is to be a man like Christ was. In
1: some ways, even to say to other Christian guys or people maybe who are seeking, it's okay to love Jesus and be a guy. Yes, absolutely. Right. You yeah, have emotions. And yeah, and that real men do love Jesus. That's part of it. Nigel, thank you, and welcome to California. Sorry about the rain. Uh,
2: thank you, so much.
1: All right. <laughs> have a good one. 888-528-2557 is the number. This is Southern California Live. Paul in Highland, welcome to Southern California Live.
6: Yes, hi, Scott. This is Paul from Highland, California. Hi, Paul. Glad to be listening to your show. Um, got a little story I want to uh, share with you. It's kind of like the opposite, but similar in a way. Uh, we were visiting um, family in an out-of-state area, and we went to a non-denominal church. At the time, we were uh, following Jesus, and we had some BC stickers that were discreet on our car. And uh, We parked in the church parking lot, but when we came out, we had notes on it that said, we don't want your kind from California parking and coming to my church. Uh, we kind of, just the opposite of what you're talking about, and
1: so wait, you had curious, describe the sticker I'm on your car.
6: Well, I'll just say it was a very discreet sticker. It was not blasphemous at all, but it was uh, from a band from San Francisco with the with the initials of GD. If you okay. follow me, okay. Yeah, and and it was discreet. It wasn't anything out of the ordinary, but um, the note was left, and you know, we showed it to the pastor after church, and they said, "Well, we're sorry for that." And it's just kind of um, interesting how we as Christians can. Sometimes not be, you know, um, how shall I say, politically correct in trying to get our message across. Well, and know?
1: sometimes uh, Christians get offended too easily also.
6: Yes, yes, you know. But, um, you know, all I can say is that by the grace of God, we learn from the experience and we've moved on. You know, it's no judgment, of course, at all, no condemnation against the church or anybody as a part of it. And, you know, by the grace and mercy of
5: God.
1: Well, they don't. Uh, yeah, Paul, thank you for your call. Uh, you know, people don't much like uh, them Californians uh, coming in and messing up the states these days. Uh, some Somebody spray painted all around a neighborhood in uh, Boise, just outside of Boise. Californians go home <laughs> recently. 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. Sandy and Fullerton, welcome to Southern California Live.
7: Did you say Sandy?
1: I sure did. How are you, Sandy? Oh,
7: I didn't hear that. Hi, I've called before. Um, it's This is about a sign, and you just gave the scripture. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Yeah. I put this sign, it's yellow with black letters. I put it everywhere I park. Well, I happen to rarely put it in my window where I live and my son lives with me. Well, I moved in with him. And... I forgot to take it out. I rarely put it out, and he told me to remove it.
1: Who told you to remove it?
7: My son. Oh,
1: why did he want you to remove it?
7: <sighs> he does not yet believe in God.
1: Mm. So it embarrassed in him 90, a little bit.
7: Yeah, in 91, we left the Mormon church, and my kids were only 2, 7, and 11. So uh-huh. they didn't grow up with Jesus, and I didn't even know the truth.
1: Yeah. So... Anyway, when did, when did you get oh, saved? When did you come to know Jesus?
7: Uh Fourteen years ago.
1: All right. Well, good for you. So, what about your the rest of your kids? Where are they at with it?
7: Um, they are the same.
1: Okay, so they're not quite sure. They don't
7: want to talk about it. No, okay. my youngest doesn't believe doesn't believe yet in heaven or hell, and my daughter does not want me to even say the word Jesus.
1: Okay well uh you know sandy um thank you for putting that sign out there you know i think you know you're putting you're you're putting your faith out there (laughs) i think something's changed i think um that we would not have even your kids would not have been so bothered by that you know maybe because it's mom you know but i think our country uh we don't know enough about christianity anymore and so we don't even we're offended but i don't even know if we know why does that make sense that sometimes we just sure. that well what I mean is I think it used to be that that Americans even if they weren't Christian they knew what Christianity was if you said what's a Christian they would say well the Christian believes that Jesus died on the cross and whoever believes in him would have eternal life and they knew John 316 and there was a guy at the football yep. game with the rainbow hair with the John 316 sign and people knew what that was uh, I think that's changed you know what Sandy can I pray for you and your kids
7: Oh, thank you. Yes. Yeah.
1: Thank you. God, I thank you for Sandy. I thank you for mm. for revealing yourself to her. I thank you, Lord, that she is saved, that she knows you, that she wants other people to know you. I pray right now for her kids. Uh I pray that they would break through whatever it is that's holding uh them away from you. I pray that you would lead them to Christ, that you would soften their hearts, that you would give Sandy wisdom in whatever mm-hmm. way that she needs. With these relationships. And I pray that you put other Christians in their these kids' lives who will yes. approach this in another way. And uh, I'm so grateful that Sandy uses the word yet, mm-hmm. that they aren't saved yet. And God, we yeah. pray uh, for their salvation today in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.
7: Amen. So, and I love wearing Jesus shirts. One says, the greatest mistake you can make is to die without Jesus. <laughs> and another one says, Jesus is enough. And I'm not afraid to wear them. I point to the my shirt. I witness every Saturday for an hour with another friend that also has the gift of evangelism. So it just hurts about my kids. But
1: yeah, well, keep praying for them. And I think the right attitude is <laughs> to say you. to say not yet that they're not yes, saved yet. Yes. All right, thank you Correct. Sandy. Thank you Sandy for your call. This is Southern California Live. When we come back, I'll keep taking your calls. If you uh we've been talking about the man in uh Minnesota who was just about tossed out of a mall and by the mall cops for wearing a Christian t-shirt. And have you ever had that experience or a similar experience where somebody got really offended or you almost lost something because of a simple expression of your faith? 888-528-2557. This is Southern California Live. Scott Furrow, your host. I'll be back as the Tuesday edition continues. Stay tuned.
2: This is SoCal Live with Scott Furrow. Join the conversation now by texting Scott in the SoCal Live studio at 213-537-3812. You're still soliciting. And again, you're welcome. Yes, you're welcome wearing that shirt and the phone
4: has And we've guess guests not saying that they've been offended by your shirt
1: we'll
4: we've we had guests come up and say you can attend it so like this gentleman just said too, take the shoot off and you can go shopping that's
2: simple sorry post- post- thank you
1: this is audio of a video that's going viral in southern in uh in uh, social media of a man in the mall of america in minnesota uh, wearing a t shirt, a Christian t shirt. On the front it says Jesus saves. On the back it says Jesus is the only way. And it has the, the coexist sort of bumper sticker symbol. You've probably seen that. It's the word coexist. And each letter in the word is a different symbol from a different faith or philosophy. And it's crossed out. And uh, apparently, people in the mall were a couple of people. The guy, the, the uh, mall cop says uh, people, plural, are complaining about his shirt. But the man isn't doing anything. He's not preaching. He's just in the mall, and they're demanding that he take it off or that he leave. And it's a pretty lengthy discussion where they're arguing about this, and the man tries to reason with the guards, saying that he's not speaking or saying anything in terms of preaching. And uh, the, the guard says that the policy is for picketing, demonstrating, soliciting, protesting, or petitioning on the pe- premises. And the guard calls it religious soliciting, just that he's wearing a T-shirt. And since there is no soliciting allowed in mall property, in its private property, uh, you got to go. Now, they argued back and forth quite a way. And according to the the mall, who put out a statement later that said he was allowed to keep wearing his shirt and he was uh, able to keep shopping. That's the way it should have been in the first place. One of the things – and New York Post wrote an article about this with several quotes from other people. And one of the lines in this article – is that it says that many Christians were surprised that this happened in America, and then it quotes several people from Twitter saying, "I'm," I one person said, "I automatically assume this was overseas, but it's right here in America." Are you surprised? I'm not surprised that this happens in America. I think we got to get, I think we have to get uh, into 2023, ladies and gentlemen. This should not surprise you that this is going on. People get offended by the littlest thing these days. And when it comes to Jesus, people, you know, we're told by Jesus that people are going to hate us and uh, be offended by the gospel. And uh, that's going on. What do you think about this? Has this ever happened to you? Something very simple where all of a sudden you're told that you're offending people because of a T-shirt or some expression of your faith. 888-528-2557 is the number. Tom in Los Angeles, welcome to Southern California Live. Hey, Scott, how are you doing, brother? I'm doing fine, Tom. Has this ever happened to you? Yeah, you know, something like
8: that. So I'm a junior at uh, Maricosta High School, and um, I was preaching the gospel in a classroom. I was waiting to um, to fix my schedule, and I was put in a classroom filled with other people just waiting around, waiting to fix their schedule. And so I got up at the front, and I started reading from uh, either uh, Jeremiah or John, and You know, a hush fell over the crowd as I was preaching the good news, and everyone watched
1: intently. You started reading out loud?
8: Oh, yeah, out loud in front of 30, 40-some-odd students, many of which I'm a complete stranger to. Yeah. And um, the vice principal walks in, and he's like, Tom, what are you doing? I said, well, you know, I don't want to say his name, but, you know, I'm sharing the good news. And he called me out in front of the whole class, and he made me leave the office, and he just, uh, yeah, I mean, he ba- he kicked me out of that room and he made me go talk to my counselor, um, which I was not next in line. So I got put in front of everyone else because he didn't want me in there pre- uh, preaching the gospel anymore.
1: You know, it's uh, that's part of what happens when we preach the gospel. We got to be, you know, do you feel like that was not the right opportunity to do that or um, or not? Do you feel like that was an OK thing to do?
8: Um, I think it was mainly from the response of the students. Um, how did they you respond? Know, everyone was smiling and watching, uh, intently, uh, which, you know, they didn't have to do. They made that decision. And, uh, when I was getting kicked out, um, or when I was done, rather, they started clapping and they said, amen, or like, thank you, Tom, for those that did know me huh. and, um, yeah, I think this is widely a a school that has not heard the gospel. So to me, it was really amazing that this happened at all in the first place.
1: Yeah, that is amazing. Thank you, Tom, for your call and uh, sharing your experience with that. You know, I think that there's also something that we should understand. There's there's a time and a place, right, for things, but I think that we shouldn't feel like, even in this culture we live in, that in so many ways is turning against Christianity. I think at the same time, there are so many people starving for truth that there are people who are ready to listen. Right? There's the other side here of that is that, you know, if you know, when we see this in our country and we go, gosh, we're not the same country, well, maybe we should just acknowledge that. We're not. We're just simply not. And I remember when President Obama he got a lot of criticism for saying we were in a post Christian era or something like that. And people say, like, How dare you say something like that? But the thing is, is he was probably right. Um, whatever his, you know, opinion is about that or whether, you know, what he really felt, I don't know. But what he said was probably right. And I think that as Christians, we need to realize it's not the same country. And you know what? That means we have an opportunity. And that there are lots of people in our country who have never heard the gospel. They've never heard it in so much that they can reject it. You know, I think we used to be a place where everybody heard it, and some people accepted, some people didn't. And uh, that's kind of the way it was. But now we're a country where I think a lot of people have never actually heard the gospel. Don't be surprised that a lot of people see in this guy's t-shirt in this mall, that's the first they'd ever heard of that. 888-528-2557. 888-528-2557. Chris in Westminster, welcome to Southern California Live.
3: Hey, Scott, I appreciate you taking my call. Um, I have to maybe apologize ahead of time because I think for me, um, I try my best to be a good Christian and, and be uh, um, an advocate, but at the same time not overly offensive. Uh, what I think bothers me a lot is that people are so easily triggered a lot by such and such and for me, when I see that, for instance, like with this uh, shirt or this incident, incident, um, it wants me to—and I don't know if this is the right thing as a Christian or not—but it wants me to be that mirror to some of these people. So for me, I would say, well, what I heard that cop saying or that mall cop saying was that the, uh, the shirt was offensive and people were offended by it. So I would turn around and say, well, okay, well, if I saw two women holding hands or two men walking together and holding hands— uh, that equally offend me, are you going to kick them out? and so I don't know if that's the right way to ha- approach that, but to me i uh, my Christianity has been more of like, hey i 'm going to show you the mirror, and I will always engage people that have opposing views than I respectfully, civilly, and honestly. Um, I do think we're battling over truth, so most of my stuff will always be geared around speaking truth in love, obviously, but Yeah, I would say if if the emotions are what is triggering people or is what's uh, causing people to get so uh, triggered, uh, I would just turn around and say, well, then I'm equally triggered or offended by, you know, these men holding hands. And will you kick them out as well? Again, not sure if that's the appropriate way to approach it, but. Love to hear your thoughts on uh, my sort of view on
1: that. Yeah, Chris, I appreciate your call. Chris, by the way, uh, would you like a book? We're giving away a book a day, and I realize we're almost at the end. I have need to give away a book. Would you like me to send you a, a free Christian book? Man, I'd love it. Thank you. All right, hold on the line, and uh, producer will get your name and address, and we'll send it to you shortly.
3: I appreciate and it. Thank I'll, you. God I'll get you. to
1: your question. All right, uh, Chris, thank you. And, you know, there's a couple of, uh, there's a couple of things that cross my mind with this. I think that There are, there's something I believe to be true. I was thinking about this. If you were listening a while ago, uh, Yolanda called and she talked about how she gets such a great response from people when she wears her Christian t-shirt and uh, that she feels like she's able to share her faith and the response is always positive, that she's never had any pushback or some kind of offense. And while she was telling me that, there is something I think is true. I think that there, I think that we are all called to be prepared to give a reason for the hope that we have in Christ. And I think as Christians, we are to develop that. And I think as Christians, we're all called to make disciples. And that is that is something that is profoundly relational, meaning that I think we overwhelm people in the church sometimes with discipleship because we say, oh, uh, you know, you got to make disciples, and then we don't really help them with it. That's why we talk about occasionally on our show, your oikos, the 8 to 15 people that God has purposefully and providentially placed in your relational world. Those people that you know, that's that's where you make disciples. Uh, and you don't really need the Christian t-shirt because they know you're a Christian because they're close enough to you that they can that they know this. Or if you're saying you're a Christian and maybe you wear the Christian t-shirt, they're also close enough to you to know if you're full of it because they know how you live your life, right? So, That group of people, that's where your your discipleship is. But I think that there are some people who are gifted with evangelism, and by that I mean that they have the ability to go out and preach in public without getting the door slammed in their face. Where when they put on the Christian t-shirt or whatever, it's received very well by people. And, you know, it's just I believe that there is a I think that we all need to share our faith and evangelism is important and particularly discipleship is important. Um, But I think that some of us have a particular spiritual gift of evangelism, and that's something that you should think about uh, with all of this. And to get to uh, Chris's comment about whether or not you turn it around to philosophies of the day, I think there is a, a good way to do that. Some people are gifted in that and others are not so you got to you don't want to turn around and and actually be offensive. And I think that is uh that's something that we all we have to look in the mirror ourselves and go, okay, if I turn this around and I make the obvious statement that hey, there are other people in this mall who are doing things that are religiously or philosophically offensive. There're probably things sold in the mall. There's probably t-shirts sold in the mall that are offensive to some people you know, am I able to address that in a way that is direct, but also loving in the way that Jesus would? I think Jesus would have a remarkable reply. And uh, some people would be bothered, but some people would understand directly. We're out of time. I got to shut off. I'm actually already over. Thanks for your calls. If we didn't get your call, you can call on Friday, open line Friday. We'll take your call on any subject then. We're done for today. This is Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow. I'll see you uh, you tomorrow. Bye-bye